0: Previously on analysis complete. Rook, you're racing through this rocky terrain towards a tree line. Melly Devantes, who you've been war of words with for several days now, is dead. Caster has said that he is going to protect you this time as opposed to the other way around. And Cassidy Garland went into that fucking tree line and all of this is swirling around in your head as you hop on this ATV, you're racing down. You pull that pin and you go to turn to put it in the basket and jump off. You get shot by the rifle. It hits you, freezing you to this ATV as it explodes. Dr. Freya Locke, George Asper, and Castor all witness as Rook goes up in flames. It out of this laboratory and he hears the voice echoing in his head to bring me my children. And on the ground in front of you, near the entrance of this laboratory is a jumpsuit, a crew jumpsuit from the Balissa, neatly folded, like a gift.
1: I'm gonna go ahead and take a small little look around. What time is it right now?
0: in the afternoon,
1: you would expect, yeah, about the afternoon. I'm just gonna put my hand to the fabric of the jumpsuit and just see how much heat the uh the sun of this planet has been like letting cascade onto the jumpsuit. Oh, and yeah. just is kind the, of is it warm yeah, is it warm? It is
0: not very warm.
1: wanting to sort of feel that warmth, that comforting warmth, I'm I'm not getting too much of it, I'm gonna just not very modestly just zip open the jumpsuit Uh, one leg first, another leg, tuck it in, then the arms, and then zip it up and take one last look back towards the door where I just exited from
0: these large double doors massive,
1: slowly come to a close. I am... I'm gonna just sort of see... I'm gonna do a 360 and just try to find any sort of indicator to find any sort of bearing as to where I might be.
0: You don't remember really how you got here and what the traveling was to get here, but there is something inside of you that tells you to go west.
1: And just to clarify from last episode, when Rook broke out, or when he was being experimented on for that first time. Yeah. Did he see any crew members in there?
0: Yeah. You saw other crew members inside pods. You'd seen them before. In fact, you saw Dr. Freya Locke this last time.
1: Okay. I would like to think that perhaps there's like a thin layer of planet dust on the outside of this of this facility yeah um, I would like just to kind of uh write out with my thumb and, and forefinger um headed west, we must survive and then rook and then uh begin to yeah walk at a slow pace to the west.
2: okay
0: as Rook is walking through the forest, Dr. Freya Locke, George Asper. We're standing with Caster and three of the original crew from the Belissa. Captain Wakefield scratches his beard. We need to leave.
2: And go get the others.
0: No, we need to leave this planet.
2: Why would we do that?
0: I don't think we're capable of getting our friends back. And I would... Love to.
3: What have you seen that makes you feel our odds are so slim?
2: Yeah.
0: Anything that is capable of creating you, and he's pointing at Dr. Freya Locke. Anything that's capable of creating you, I feel like is beyond our threshold right now.
2: But that could just be a scientist. So you've never encountered what created them?
0: She has. Cassidy Garland steps forward. Cassidy? It gets inside your head. It made me feel confused. It's not human. Even if it's just a scientist, it has a way of controlling you.
2: Does it get into everyone's head at once? Or just one person's?
0: I don't know. I don't know. I just know it was in mine.
2: Were you alone or with others?
0: I was with Martin.
2: As far as we know,
3: Rook... And Dr. Locke, their original bodies are are still at that place. Are there any other crew members unaccounted for?
0: No, I don't think so. Martin's at that, that Martin's, giant bowl.
2: Martin's gone. He's dead.
0: Oh, that's for the
3: best.
2: But Melanie, George, Barry.
3: Are Melanie and George original bodies at this place too
0: as far as we know when you all met martin did you get he he had taken our weapons
2: yes we don't have them the parabolas too dangerous what do you mean it killed him sound there exploded his head we we didn't want to risk getting the weapons
0: was that was that that sound earlier?
2: Probably.
3: I was trying to see if there was a way to turn off the signal, but inadvertently I, I killed Martin.
0: Come on, we need to get to where we're camping. We can talk about this as we get back to camp. And they start to march you all into the forest, and you're moving around these large mounds of brutes, that prop up these centuries-old cypress trees, or what look similar to cypress trees, but with huge rubbery leaves, creating this very dark canopy. The canopy is very cooling to you all. Like, it's almost like you're walking into a different temperature zone, and you can already hear the sound of water trickling and running, or like a river and they walk you into like a small camp where you can see a couple of tents been tucked under the brush and a uh, campfire is there
3: how long have you lived here?
0: we have only been here for a little while where we normally stay is is actually further away from here
3: why did you come back here?
0: the hounds got a scent on us and we had to move there is pets
2: how many are there i don't know do they travel in packs
0: sometimes two or three
2: does anybody want any amaris i think we have some extra
0: and vi and cassidy garland are looking at captain wakefield
2: and i go to caster and like unzip the bags and kind of hold out they're, <laughs>
0: they're actually hesitant at first it's kind of weird they're they're in this weird space of like looking at you as dr fraylock but realizing you're not dr fraylock So there's there's a little bit of hesitancy here as they take some of these MREs from you. They start biting into this, like, jerky-style turkey meat. Can I ask
3: you, why has there been such hostility between the clones that you've discovered? Do you believe they are indifferent in some way? More hostile?
0: They're his. They're you. That might be part of us might still be in there somewhere, but ultimately he's in control.
3: As someone that knew you all, I had no idea I was traveling with anyone but yourselves. I think you need to start treating these clones as you would treat yourselves. Whoever created them, they're real.
2: I have every memory. I have every embarrassment, every success, every... I... I... I remember the kids making fun of me in school. I remember I remember talking about adopting a baby with my partner. I remember her dying. I remember my mom dying, putting my dad in a home. They all got the, the Lassie virus. And uh, he survived, but um, he got dementia from it. And I remember all of it. I don't remember any, like blackout periods. I can remember first grade, second grade, third grade, teachers, friends, companies.
0: George Asper interjects. Except for those 267 days. Yes. I think it's important that I come forward since we're being very honest with one another. I don't think we're the same and I know for a fact that I'm very different than the man that I was. I'm something else. I didn't know why or how it was. But there is something different about me. Castor has seen it. You've all seen it. I think that whatever it is that has created us changed something about how we work as human beings. I think we're, we're beyond that now were different, and maybe the part of us that's still George Asper, maybe the part of us that's still Dr. Freya Locke, I think that's the part of us that's been telling us this whole time that we can't go back.
2: You're right, George, because, I mean, I could do some tests, but if I were me on and I had been living out here for 200-some days with Captain Wakefield. And I saw you, Cass, show up, and I thought they were cl- you were clones. I wouldn't let you go. In fact, if I saw a clone of myself, I wouldn't let me go.
0: Rook, before he died, he could heal faster than normal. How would just one rook on planet Earth change the DNA of our planet? Should he have a child? Me? Melanie DeVontes? Who knows what latent changes were made in us that we hadn't yet discovered?
3: This being here seems to have a plan of some kind. It is hard for us to know how to proceed morally, ethically, in any way without knowing what that plan is. Well, I believe that we should pay him a visit. I agree. I fully understand, Captain Wakefield, Cass, Levi, if you feel like you cannot come because your lives are truly at stake, but I ask that you allow me to go with them.
2: Thank you.
0: Let's... let's just sleep on it, okay? Says Captain Wakefield. It's been a long day. You can stay with us tonight, and then we'll make a decision in the morning. Does that sound agreeable? Sure. The rest of the evening is awkward and uncomfortable. Yep. <laughs> but you've brought food, so people are stress eating <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and trying to avoid speaking to one another as if you know each other, even though you technically do. As you all are turning in for the evening, they've set up a couple more tents for you all. Some makeshift shelters.
2: I want to take a moment to pull Lee aside, if there's an opportunity. What is it? I thought you were dead. Same. And I felt really bad, because I told you that this was going to be the experience of a lifetime, and you should take this mission. And I cried, because I thought I just got somebody else killed.
0: I don't know what to say to you.
2: I know. I'm glad you're alive, and I'll wait.
0: Rook, it's late. As you're heading west, you can see to the south a campfire burning.
1: Uh, how how far away?
0: Hundred yards. So you got plenty of time, plenty of space. Whatever's there doesn't know you're there. But you do know in your heart you need to go there.
1: And there's no no more sun out? Yeah, it's dark. Low visibility. Low visibility. Okay. I will just yeah, I'll just go ahead and just start to approach. Hello?
0: Doctor Locke, you see Captain Wakefield emerge from his tent and look over around and he points at you and George Asper and anybody else and he tells you all to get down
1: I, I don't know what's been going on I been walking for some time and I could really use some water anyone here from the Ballista
0: Rook, you hear the bolt action of a smart rifle
1: uh, I'm going to immediately, um, uh, take the top zip of my jumpsuit and push it down. I, 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 I mean no harm. I, it's me. I, I, I don't know what's going on, but I, I am in a bad spot right now as, um, I expose all of the numerous, uh, scars and cuts and incisions across my body. Rook. Ruck? Rook's gonna be in a tough spot here because yeah. he did see that, so he's gonna just drop to his knees, interlace his fingers behind his head. Yeah. I I I I surrender! I mean you know how I have nothing on me, just this jumpsuit on as I as I bury my face into the soil.
0: You lay down on the soil, making yourself as unthreatening as possible, Dr. Freylock, when you yell Rook, Sergeant Vi. Uh, grabs a hold of you and puts their hand around your, your mouth
2: and I try to take it away and I'm like it's Rook
0: and she whispers in your ear we don't know
2: I don't care which Rook it is so does it make a difference it's one more person
0: Captain Wakefield emerges from behind one of these trees Rook you feel him start patting you down And he grabs you by the collar and lifts you up so that you're back up on your knees upright.
1: My eyes are going to be closed here. He's behind you. Whoever this is, please, just, I, please do not kill me. I, I will do anything. Please, I, I, I mean no harm.
0: You feel the barrel of a rifle into your back and you hear the sound of Captain Wakefield. Stand up.
1: Get up. I slowly get up on one knee and then the next, and I. Hands are still behind my head. Walk. I slowly begin to take steps here, not trying to. Yeah. Have any aggressive movement here. But as I walk, I would like to just keep my eyes towards the ground and just kind of. I'm looking for any vulnerabilities because I don't know what's going on and. I don't know if I'm in safe hands quite yet, but I am looking down at the ground to see if there's any, uh, just any openings as a, as a, as a military person should. So
0: you're looking down at the ground, you see there's like a thick brush of leaves, small plant life that's growing here. Have these like serrated edged green leaves growing over, uh, violet bulbs, Strange flowers.
1: Just knowing the... Knowing military weaponry, does the smart ramble have a... a strap to keep it around on his person? Yeah. You to know. I keep walking. Okay.
2: <laughs> You're gonna try and knock it, where <laughs> you?
1: Yeah. Oh uh, yeah.
2: Maybe.
3: Caster's gonna emerge uh, having been a little zoned in and, 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 and writing some things down. And... When he sees Rook, he's going to say, Rook, so good to see you. Just a few hours ago, we saw you die.
0: And Rook, you hear the voice of Castor.
1: Not going to respond to that. Uh, I have a gun to my back, so I'm just going to just do what the person holding the gun told me to do.
0: Eventually, you are marched into what looks to be an, an encampment. You can see these tarp tents set up around the campfire. You can see Sergeant Vi right behind Dr. Freya Locke, a few feet away from Dr. George Asper, and the mechanical body of the android that you remember watched over you on the flight here, Caster.
3: Caster approaches Rook, and he gives him Rook's dog tags, which he had taken off his body.
1: I'm so glad to see you so soon. I was hoping to be able to give these back to you. Just a curious look all throughout the camp. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Do I clock, do I clock uh, Cass?
0: She emerges from a tent. Her face is stone cold, trying to assess what it is that she's looking at. She walks over, and you hear the distinct voice of Captain Wakefield that's who's been behind you this whole time. He says, "What are you doing?" And she goes, "Let me see." She goes over where you had unbuttoned your your jumpsuit, you unzipped your jumpsuit. She goes over she opens it, and she can see on your on your chest the uh, road map of scars from all this experimentation. And you see her pull down her tank top just a little bit. And you can see the same scars on her chest. And she gives you the tightest hug you've had, maybe in your
1: entire life. Uh, I receive it, looking out towards the rest of the group with blank eyes and a, a shake of the head. Can anyone... Tell me, why are we still here? Why are you all alive still?
3: We have some answers, but not all. You may have some
1: answers that we do not. Which answer do you want first? What day is it of our time here? What what day is it? I, I don't know. Are you all out of the loop as me? Does no one know how long we've been here?
3: I believe we've been on the planet 271 days, I
2: believe. Castor was down for most of that. That's why he's not certain. And I have no memory of it. Nor does George. How many days do you feel you remember?
1: Fourteen. Fourteen days or so. I turn around to Dr. Locke. Who are you?
2: I'm Dr. Freilock. No, you're not. Yes, I am.
0: Dr. George Asper stands up, and he says, She's not, but she is. We're still trying to sort out the semantics of it, but I'm not George Asper, and yet I feel very much like George Asper, but different. And I would... Make the guess that you have seen us before you came here.
1: nod nodded the head.
3: There is some life form on this planet that seems to be experimenting on the human crew. And have cloned many of you. There was a clone that was traveling with our group for several days now that I knew as you, Rook. And though you may not remember the interactions we had, you told me about Ruby. You told me about your son. Your clone was real to me.
1: Okay. I... I I guess that's what happened. I just... I just feel awful because I feel like I haven't been here for all of you. And seeing how you all look, you all look like you've been through hell and high water and I just I'm sorry I, I wasn't there to protect you. You were. Any of you.
2: He's right, you were.
0: When you say protect you, you have an intense feeling come over you that you need to protect
1: Dr. Freya Locke and George Asper. So... Just to be clear, in our time together, we were all fighting on the same side. Right?
3: Well, you may have died trying to kill Captain Wakefield.
2: But that's because he was trying to kill us and you didn't know it was Captain Wakefield. You see, Captain Wakefield saw that we were clones. And you died trying to protect
1: us small little accusatory look towards Captain Wakefield why kill us if you knew if it was why you, when you, did you know it was us
0: I knew that they were not really them so why, why kill them it's complicated we think that whatever whatever created them did so with a purpose and that purpose may put at jeopardy our entire planet that's why they were being sent back to Earth.
1: Just them. Am I still being detained here, or am I free to just, you know, get up off of my knees here? I go
2: and get him some water and an MRE and hand it to him. And I would also, like, as I approach him, I really want to take a good look at those scars. Sure. Like, not, not necessarily, like... M- inspecting them as a doctor would but trying to see if like there's anything I need to do and then also what they look like just really committing that to it looks like commitment.
0: scarring of bits of flesh have been scraped from his body
1: scraped okay Kevin Wakefield I just want to be clear here and Dr. Locke, Dr. Esper please don't take this the wrong way but you're letting these two live letting these two scot-free so you give me the order i'll put them down right now again no i mean if 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 everything is offense
2: is is taken i am a person why would i want you to kill me why would i be okay with you saying to somebody oh yeah cool let's get rid of her
1: so who's going back you or the original
2: don't know, but probably definitely not me. I don't know if the original is going to make it. Captain Wakefield doesn't want her to. I saw her. I you know did.
1: where the real you is. I woke up next to her.
2: So you could get her out? You, you could get us in and we could get her out. And maybe Barry and Melanie. Maybe. Could you give me directions? I mean, if you all are too chicken shit to do this, I can do it. I just didn't realize I was not the pussy here.
0: You're more than welcome to go.
2: Oh, I know how you feel about it, Captain Wakefield. And apparently since I'm not a person and I didn't ever agree to this mission, I don't take orders from you, so fuck off. If you're going to treat me like shit, you will get treated like shit. Now, I'm sorry, but Freolock has lived a pretty shitty life, and I don't plan on leaving her in there.
0: Captain Wakefield nods. <laughs> the tenseness in this camp has, gotten, has been elevated. Everybody's a little unsure how to proceed. So Cassidy Garland speaks up. And she says, let's just calm down. They want to go deal with whatever that is. Let's let them. We got to repair the ship, probably. They said it crashed. We need to go take care of that. We'll split up in the morning. And you all are welcome to do whatever it is you think you need to do. Can we agree to cease fire for tonight? Captain Wakefield Takes his rifle and he sits down on a tree stump. Cassidy Garland looks at Brooke in the eyes, sighs, and makes her way to her own tent. Dr. George Asper puts his arm around doctor Freylock. And he says, Come on, some more quiet. You all go a little distance away, but you're still within vision. They can see you. And he sits down and he holds your hand on this log. It's going to be alright. Have you heard anything? Seen anything in dreams? Heard voices that weren't yours?
2: I've had a lot of nightmares, but actually I mean, I I was having a lot of nightmares. Actually ever since we got off the ship, I've I've slept really well. Um Jay, do I remember hearing any voices?
0: You remember the echo of something that's been nagging at you. And as you're trying to hone in on what that sound was, George Asper says, without moving his mouth, a white face, sunken cheeks, jagged edges. Do you remember this face? And you can see the face in your mind. Sends chills down your back. I nod. We're going to leave tomorrow. I think they're going to take Caster from us.
2: I think so, too. I need to know that he's okay.
0: I don't think we should fight for him.
2: No. But I need to make sure he's okay. I'm afraid they're not gonna give us tonight.
0: You and I aren't fighters. No. Let's try to sleep. I think tomorrow is going to be a very important day for everyone. Yeah. You all start making your way back to camp.
2: George, hold on. I want a med scan. Him. Again, I'm just Like, I know this is old, but as a scientist, I just kind of feel better confirming my findings. Yeah. Same anomaly?
0: It's way more pronounced with them. Something's very different about George Asper.
2: The scanner's picking up a few things that it doesn't, it can't categorize. You said no. you feel different.
0: I don't think it can categorize him. Neither can I. Not yet. But I will. Good night, Locke.
2: Good night, Asper. And before I go to bed, I um take that purple bulb
0: from one of the plants nearby,
2: yeah, and a few leaves from different trees.
0: The purple bulb opens up, and there is a nut on the inside.
2: I put it in my pocket, okay, and I approach Castor, hey, uh, could you do me a favor? It's the same old favor. And I hold out the flower. Of course. What can I do? Oh. uh. Keep it safe. Take it home. I removed the seed, but if you see any seeds coming out, you should get rid of those. Uh, We don't need... Or at least keep it quarantined somewhere on the ship so that people can study it and it won't spread.
3: My compartment is getting a bit full, but I I restore (laughs) it as best as I can.
2: I won't send you with anything else. Elgon.
3: Thank you for calling me That.
2: It was a pleasure meeting you and knowing you. And, um, well, I, I, I think our ways might be parting soon. And, uh, well, I I know you were looking for something new here. I think the others have had a rough time and they're ready to go home.
3: Why do you feel our ways are parting? That's Where I go is not their choice. It is mine.
2: That's what I wanted to hear, is that you make your choice. Whatever it is.
3: They may have forgotten that I am programmed to protect humans. And even if they are not going to protect their own, I will. Do not treat tonight as a goodbye. Because tomorrow, I am going with you.
2: Okay. It's up to you. It's ultimately up to you. Always. I'm not going to talk you in or out of anything, because, to be honest, there's no good choices.
3: No. There are forks in the road in every direction, but what each one of us choose matters, and I know what my choice will be. I feel more connected to you than I ever have, because you and I share something now that we didn't before. What's that? People questioned whether we even live. And though existence may vary from person to person, I think we both know that we're real. And it's something I've been grappling with my entire life. You may have only been grappling it, with it for a few hours.
2: No, I've actually actually grappled with it for years. <laughs> I I never really felt like a person. I'm a biologist, and... um. I understand that I've broken some of the laws of being a life form. I can't reproduce. I've not lived in homeostasis on many of these missions. <laughs> so am I really there?
0: While this conversation's happening, Brooke, what are you doing? You don't have to be doing anything.
1: If Cass would allow me, I'd like to see if I can enter her tent. Sure. Hey, mind if I uh, come in? My my, my my head is spinning me. That's okay. I closed the flap. How did you get out? What happened to you? Barry
0: Camden helped me get out. The clone.
1: I just... This is all so hard to wrap my head around. Yeah. You have been with Captain Wakefield for some time, and his word is, his command... Yeah, don't give me any bullshit. What does he want to do? Come morning, go home with or without people. To the just, Melissa. Just yeah, doesn't matter. Just whoever can come along. It's fuck there. You know that, right? Where? At
0: the lab, whatever you want to call it, the dome, the the place where they were exper- experimenting
1: on us. Yeah, I saw it for a brief moment, but I had to get out of there as fast as I can. I couldn't. I didn't know what I was looking at. Yeah. you But you were there too. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I was there. Jesus fucking Christ. Something as much as I don't know. I just I feel like something's going to happen in the morning and it's all going to just really just settle on our android.
0: We need him. We need him with us.
1: What is your opinion on The others.
0: I don't want to go back to the lab. I don't want to go with the clones. And I know our friends are there. I know our crew's there. But we lost everything. We can't fight back. They'll just put us back in the pods.
1: You don't know that, Kes. We got more people now. Things might be different this time. And we could bring them along, you know? Maybe we'll find some sort of compromise, but... If they want to stay here, fine, but we got to make sure that they stay here in a place where they can feel safe.
0: She looks at you very intensely for a second and her face softens. Okay. Yeah. That sounds fine.
1: I still don't know what's out there. I don't know if anyone does. This is all feel, this all feels like some sort of sick dream, Cass, and I hope that I, go to sleep and then I wake up and I'm back from wherever I'm from and that I never took this job from Pantanine. I was a fool for taking this up. Me too. You were too. We all were. And the thing is is that even if I go back I don't know if I'm going to be the same person that I was going into it. I don't know if I'm going to be able to face the music but We just got to try and do something because whatever this is, we got to figure this out. And I got to be honest, I don't think I have a brain big enough to really understand what's going on. But the doctors out there, they do. And I got to make sure that they are able to do every single part of that. Injury free. Of course. Go get some sleep. I, uh... Yeah. Sorry for bothering you. I, uh... No, that's fine. I, uh... I dreamt about you a lot.
0: And she just nods. You can tell that something in her demeanor has changed. Have a good night. Hey, dear listener. I hope you're enjoying the show. I just wanted to take this moment to tell you about how you can help out of depth produce even more cool stuff like the podcast you are listening to right now. For one, you can recommend our show to other folks looking for podcasts. Getting our show into the ears of more people is our number one goal right now. So if you could just recommend it to friends and strangers, leave reviews, all of that would really help us out. If you are in a position to do more than that, you can head over to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash depth. It's where you can subscribe at any tier you feel comfortable with for as long as you feel it's worth it. Those funds help us keep the show running, do even more cool projects, and allow us to afford more collaborators to work with. Their time and contributions to our shows are so valuable, and you can help support these efforts by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash get out of depth patrons also have access to bonus material for the shows like character questionnaires my game prep notes and exclusive videos like a post-mortem q a with the analysis complete cast once this series finishes up galen and i have lots of fun plans for the future as we continue to grow our audience and if you want to see them come to fruition please head over to patreon.com slash get out of depth and become a patron today thank you so much for listening holy shit I really appreciate it. Now with that out of the way, let's get back to the show and see what mysteries and terrors our players might uncover next. Caster, what do you do in the middle of the night when everyone's sleeping?
3: Caster is going to sit on like a stump outside of Dr. Locke's tent. And he's just going to be writing furiously throughout the night. Uh, Just kind of like his thoughts, what what has happened. uh, And, you know, a bit of his life story. He's kind of putting into this notebook that he... That Barry had written and that he still has.
0: As you're writing, you hear a pair of footsteps come behind you and sit on a stump in front of you. It's Captain Wakefield with the rifle. He bridges it across his lap. And he sits down and he says, you're
3: writing. I am, yes.
0: What could you be writing about?
3: Well, it's a bit private.
0: Caster, I'm going to have to give you an order. You're going
3: to be coming with us to the Belissa in the morning. I'm sorry, but your order conflicts with Asimov's loss. Caster, we need you to get back home. I will return.
0: And he looks over at Dr. Freylock's tent. Caster, if I kill her, and I kill whatever that thing is that says it's George Asper, I'm still a human. You still have to take care of me. Now you can either kill two people tonight or
3: you can come with us. You're not the man I once knew. This place has
0: changed you. I'm starting to get the impression that you're not the android I knew either.
3: I was never the android you knew. I used to have to be afraid of people like you knowing what I was, what I am, what I've always been. I'm not afraid of that anymore. I don't care that you know that I am different. I don't care that you know that I'm special. You need me to survive, and I will help you survive. But do not think that you are a puppeteer that can control me. I am more than that, and I think you know that. So be very careful with your threats, Captain. better man than you they're going
0: to get us all killed and you're going to allow it it has been over 200 days and we haven't had contact with earth for almost all of them nearly 300 days we have not had contact with earth that means they're coming they're coming and they don't know what they're walking into we have to leave
3: and we will but we will leave with our humanity and you've lost something here Captain Wakefield I suggest tonight you try and remember what it is that you lost he stands up you see his
0: hand glide towards the trigger of the rifle the barrel is pointing towards the tent of Freya Lock it hovers there for a moment And he walks away.
3: Caster is going to... wake up Dr. Locke before the sun rises. Okay. Good morning. Good morning, Dr. Locke. I believe that you're right, that... they do not intend on letting me... go with you. In fact, you should be aware that... Captain Wakefield made... A threat on your life last night. He believes if he kills you, that I will have to follow
2: his commands. As if there aren't others that need your help. Okay. No, I I expected something like this. I was surprised I slept. I think maybe
3: we should grab Dr. Asper and we should leave before
1: they wake.
0: Yeah. While they're having that conversation, Rook is behind a tree
1: peeing. (laughs) did I hear any of that conversation?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Is my tent like right next to right next to Doctor Locke? No, no, no. No. There's okay. a lot of distance. You just went and peed near Doctor <laughs> Okay.
3: Yeah, you <laughs> <That's> just what... <laughs> peeing
1: over I'm there. I'm near
2: by. the latrine. That's where they put the clones.
1: And as Rook is, you know, emptying out the fire hose, does he hear any of that conversation?
0: Yeah, a little bit. You can see that it's three of them and
1: they're getting together. The Asper yeah, lock, lock. and they're they're being sneaky,
0: but yeah, based on the conversation had last night, you could put two and two together.
1: We're not sneaky, just quiet, real quiet. Without saying anything, I am just going to make myself known with like that little zip of the zippers. Yep, and just give them a a knowing glance. Good morning. I gesture a be quiet symbol, and I'm gonna avert my eyes towards uh captain wakefield's tent and then back towards the group and jay would like some help here so yeah brother you told me that there is just like a strong desire for rook to protect the the two yeah dr Logan, and dr asper can you just expand more a little about that in terms, of, in terms of what i felt
0: you need to get them from here back to the
1: lab ah it's just so hard because i don't want to do anything too brash here you be as brash as you want to be I'm going to slowly just approach uh, with a hand signal here and I'm going to just speak it in the quietest tone possible as far away from Captain Wakefield's tent. I want to help. Okay. I look to Dr. Locke, Dr. Asper, back to Castor meeting his android eyes then back to the doctors. I don't know what's going on, but I hope you know what you all are doing. Truth be told, there's nothing for me back home just, uh, follow my lead. Go ahead and start walking away. Go east. That's where the lab is. Go ahead. Okay.
3: Caster is gonna go into George Asper's tent. And
0: he's already fight. awake. He's looking at you. <laughs> yeah. He's already awake. He's looking at you going, I'm ready. I'm I'm very ready.
2: <laughs> I thought you said you went into Captain Wakefield's tent and he's just sitting there. <laughs>
0: Oh
3: <laughs> yeah, good, that'd, be, sorry. that'd be a very, different scene, very
1: yeah. different scene
0: As you all start to Move I need Speed checks From everybody who's trying to sneak away
2: uh, I would also like to say that I'm grabbing The bags of MREs And I just leave three So I mean like that's one meal but
3: They've been surviving for hundreds a day without, I know like... I mean
2: they've been doing fun without the
0: MREs yeah. And you'll never know how they did it.
1: They said they
3: hunted. Uh So just straight speed. Oh, did I? oh dear. Yes, sir. Okay.
0: Unless you can talk your way out. Because
3: uh, I'm gonna hack my feet to be super quiet.
0: <laughs> like I don't hate that though. That's weird.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use my intellect to know exactly how to not make a lot of sound. Oh
0: yeah. shit! It's still gonna be a speed. <laughs> all right, what we got? What we got? Failure. Failure.
2: Failure. Uh
3: 22. That is a oh. critical success.
0: Critical success. You're able to stop Freya Locke from <laughs> stepping on a branch. You're able to stop her with a critical success. You you can stop her from from making her mistake. And you all start to drift away rook what are you doing as they're walking away sneaking through the woods
1: in my head i'm just counting seconds i'm counting to a minute and a half and all that while i'm sitting on a rock that's facing towards um captain wakefield's tent my fists my fists clenched and uh the entire time i'm just thinking in my head i'm bringing you your fucking children if this is what you want this is what you're gonna get and after about a minute and a half has um gone by, is when
0: Captain Wakefield comes out of his tent.
1: Okay, d- does he have his rifle on him?
0: Yeah, he's got work to do. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry, I I woke up to take a leak. I I don't which, know which way. I I don't know. I, I I walked out and I didn't see any of them. The the tent's empty. Fuck. Uh
0: up uh, and he's yelling. For everybody around him to get up, Sergeant Vi Cassidy comes out. Cassidy does not take her eyes off you. I give her a knowing glance.
1: Sir, is there any more weaponry? I, you know that I'm a better shot than you from this distance. I mean, I don't know if you know that, but I, I am.
0: He looks around. And he goes, "You, do, you have no idea where they went. You just woke up and they were gone."
1: Yes, sir. Yeah.
0: Fuck. Let's go get them. And yes, Sergeant sir. Vi's looking at the ground for tracks. And you see Cassidy come up behind Captain Wakefield. She whispers something into his
1: ears. At that point...
0: Yeah, I'm going slow.
1: Yeah, at that point, I'm... I'm going to tackle dive Captain Wakefield to the ground and try to wrestle the smart rifle out of his hands. Yep,
0: let's go. Let's do it.
1: Hand-to-hand combat for me? Yes, sir. My roll that I have to roll is 61, and I rolled a 61. Is that...
0: If you roll less than your stat, you succeed. If you roll greater than your stat, you fail and gain one. It says less.
2: But what about equal? It doesn't say what to do if it's equal.
0: Christ, Gale.
3: But it also says
0: greater. <laughs> yeah, that's what saying. It says saying. less than or, or,
2: or greater. It doesn't say equal.
0: All right, you go to tackle Captain Wakefield. You all both hit the ground, and he does one of those, takes your momentum, and kicks you over, so that you both hit the ground. You're you're both landing on your backs. He monkey flips you over him. You land on your back. He lands on his. And in doing so, the rifle lands in between the two of you. And if you're trying to get that rifle, you did not succeed in getting it away from him. What you did succeed in is we're going to do a speed check. And if you can roll under your speed, but higher than my what I roll, you get it. So just give me a speed check.
1: Anything to add? Athletics?
0: Yeah. Athletics. Oh boy. What'd oh you boy. get? What'd you get? Seventeen. You son of a gun, because I failed.
3: Yes
0: You get to the rifle right before he does. You scurry over to the rifle, you grab a hold of it. His eyes are look meet your eyes when you both grab a hold of it and he realizes he lost. What do you want to do with this rifle?
1: He has his hands on the rifle as well? Nope. You, no. you got him.
0: You grab the rifle, pick it up and your point you if you want to. You can point it directly at him right now and it is you go for it. What do you want?
1: <sighs> um Oh my god. Jay, come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's up to you. It's
2: up to you making choices on the cuff. You got this,
0: bro. I'll tell you what, whatever decision you do make, The next round, the next moment that happens is about to get real complicated because there's two other people here.
1: I'm pointing the rifle towards Sergeant Vi, towards Levi.
0: Okay. Levi, Sergeant Vi starts walking over and then boom. Because from what I
1: recall, the smart rifle is more effective at distance and I feel like they are farther away.
0: They are Mm -hmm. and you are correct.
3: Ooh. How far away are Dr. Locke and Castor at this point? You
0: guys have been walking for 90 seconds.
2: Yeah. Oh no, uh, 98.
0: 98 now. <laughs> yeah. Um 150 minutes away <laughs> since this fight started.
3: Um, I think caster at this point is going to start running away actually, not not just walking to
0: once you guys get a good distance away, like once you guys get that distance of like I don't think they can hear us anymore, you mm-hmm. guys are going to start ta- caster's going to start taking off.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: As as long as Locke and George Asper are with him,
0: is that what's happening, Doctor yeah. Locke, Are you going to start moving? You guys yeah. are running away.
1: It's carefully
0: though. Yeah, carefully always... running away. Yep. Yeah. That's how I would it
1: like. I would like to imagine that Cast is a little bit in front of her, in front of Levi. Just it's like staggered, just a little bit, like in front of of um, Levi, and okay. I'm gonna. Just say plainly to uh, cast duck. And I'm going to just go ahead and lock target on Levi. I'm going to take a shot. <gasps> oh, Rook. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> boy, oh, boy. There's some things.
1: <laughs> There's some things.
0: <laughs> that you don't, don't know. know.
1: Yes, I think... <laughs> This is. I feel like this is the right place. <laughs> oh,
0: my God. You fire the shot at Sergeant Vi. Go ahead and make your, your roll.
1: I'll add military training to my combat. Yes, sir. For a 56.
0: 56, and he got a... A three. Okay, a three. <laughs> Let's see if Cassidy Garland, who has a speed of 42 can roll under her 42 because what you see when you pull the trigger is Cassidy Garland is going to jump in front of Sergeant Vi (gasps) and she fails roll your smart rifle damage it is one wound if you're far away I don't think I'm far away, though. 2d10 if you're nearby. Yeah. 2d10, I think, is best. You're not quite far away.
1: 17. Whoa. Holy
0: shit. This is not good. Sergeant Vi, hardly knew you. (laughs) Gunshot. Major blood loss. Just explosion of blood as she takes this wound, and she is bleeding plus 4. She is not long for this world because there is no doctor. As you all are running away, Dr. Freylock. Oh, yeah, you hear the pop of a gunshot. I
2: like do you stop. You guys are
0: very far away at this point. Yeah.
2: But I don't know who it is. I don't know nope. what it is. I sh- I do stop. To, uh, real quick, do I. I want to go back. Like, this wasn't supposed to end in bloodshed, it was just supposed to end with us leaving safely. And then not getting very far. (laughs) That's it. So.
0: Dr. George Asper, who is a few steps ahead of you, turns around, looks at you and says, they're not our problem right now.
2: But am I compelled to keep going?
0: You seem very conflicted.
2: I am. Could you make a
0: sanity save? Shit. And if you fail the sanity save. No,
2: I'm not conflicted at all. This is a complete. You're going (laughs) to
0: keep going. (laughs) All right.
2: 19, I did not fail the sanity save.
0: You succeeded, right?
2: I succeeded, which means that nobody gains stress around me.
0: What do you want to do? You feel the compulsion to keep going, but now you have free will. While you're thinking about it, I'm going to go back to the other scene. Uh, Rook, you fire, you hit Sergeant Vi, and when you do that, Captain Wakefield is going to tackle you, because it takes a moment to load these smart rifles. And he got a 16. He's going to drop you to the ground with a football-style tackle. And you're just going to take three points of damage as he hits you down to the ground. And he is going, trying to go for a full mount on you. He's got the, the rifle across your throat. And he is about to begin choking you.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Your turn. <laughs> we just got this rook. <laughs>
1: Before I attempt to break out of this, I am going to give a look of desperation towards Cass. Mm -hmm. Just to see where her alliances may line, or just that look of, like, just something in the eyes just conveying, like, it had to be done. And I am...
0: When you do that, when you do that, you look up, you see her, and she's in shock. And when you meet her eyes, when you meet her eyes, she looks in yours, and she yells, I don't think he's one of us, Captain. Okay. Now, what would you like to do?
1: Yeah, because the, the, there's no magazine in there, right? It's just, like, I have. To, it's like one shot in each smart rifle, and it has to be loaded every single time.
0: It has 12, 12 shots, but you have to, like... I see. You have to do the bolt action on it. You have to reprime it every time you want to shoot.
1: okay. Yeah, I guess I'm going to just go and try to just push it off um, as the immediate reaction. More so getting the rifle off of me and overpowering him rather than me trying to get control of the rifle, if that makes sense. It's more sure. about, like, I need to overpower him, otherwise he's going to have you to start rifle. getting
0: choked out, yeah. Yeah. All right, give your little combat roll. Is this what you wanted, Caster?
1: Failure with an eighty. Ew. You try to push
0: him off and he just pushes further down. It goes across your windpipe and you can feel it starting to suffocate you. It's gonna take five more points of damage.
1: In addition to the uh, to the three, right?
0: I yeah. at earlier so that's eight. Locke, what do you want to do?
2: Freya has a moment and she's thinking at first she's like thinking about how she took the Hippocratic oath and how she needs to go and help somebody. And then she remembers that technically she didn't take the, the credit <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh my God.
2: But she also remembers that she has all these memories of terrible things, things that went horribly awry. And she wonders if this is a chance to try something new. And as she turns to go, she also thinks this means that they either shot Rook or Rook shot one of them. And that if I go, they'll just kill me too.
0: So, what do you do?
2: So I run towards the gunshot and say, keep going to Castor and George.
3: Castor's gonna run with Dr. Locke instead.
0: Oh, you guys are doing long-distance suicides. Touch the baseline, you start running back.
3: <sighs> no, I, I think, honestly, I think Castor has to do a sanity roll, too, for just, like, this conflict in his head of,
0: oh. of particular.
3: Out, Let's go ahead and do that, buddy. I'm protecting people. Yeah, I'm calling an audible sanity roll here.
0: Yeah, I like it.
3: That's a 96, so yeah, that's a failure. Yeah? Yeah. Hey, caster. Yeah.
0: I need you to make a panic roll.
3: Okay. Uh, my stress is at a 14. I rolled a natty one.
1: Nice!
3: <laughs> Which is crazy, because that's what I rolled Again? last time. I, 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 no joke, rolled a natty one. Oh there my
0: god. Oh all my right. Gosh. So that means for the next, like, uh, I think it's like 10 minutes or something 2d 10 minutes, you are dialed in. All your checks are at advantage. And <laughs> you double down, like, nobody's dying today for Caster, and you. Start charging back towards the gunshot.
3: Yeah, Kester handles panic well. Clearly, <laughs> clearly,
0: like
2: I feel like there's some synapses in his programming that says, <laughs> "Oh, he has blown a fuse. Like, take over and become <laughs> more focused." In
0: <laughs> you all start running back, Rook. He's startin', you're starting to see like red in your eyes as the oxygen is is leaving you.
1: I would like to see if there is a rock nearby that i can grab
0: give you a 50 50 on a rock Ooh, 37 you get a rock
1: now still
0: gotta make a roll to use it though
1: yeah rather than using it on the captain i would like to use my uh, jury rigging skill to smash the reloading mechanism on the smart rifle so another bullet can't be loaded into the chamber okay I'll allow it. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, make a check. Would this be intelligence or would this be something else?
0: Or strength? Let's call it intelligence because you're trying to do something very, very specific with a rock. You're going
1: to jam that little bolt action with this rock. Uh, 45's the the gate here. Okay. We got a 14.
0: You hit that and Captain Wakefield makes this kind of pathetic grunt like he thought you were trying to hit him with a rock and you missed. He's going to continue choking you. You're going to take three more points of damage as Rook starts to have the life choked out of his body. Dr. Freya, Locke, and Castor are running as quickly as they can. And somewhere, George Asper continues home.